Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror, Freddy, Jason, the Skrulls, but who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, I don't think it's a stretch to say that high school is a really challenging time for a lot of people. I know we've talked about it before on the show, and it's something that remains true to this day. But this week's guest shared a very insightful experience that not a lot of us, thankfully, have gone through. Well, welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. Uh, just a quick note before we jump in uh, from Nate and I and Campfire. We're going to be doing some live shows coming up in the Los Angeles area in June, I believe. So if you're going to be in the area, come check us out. You can find out more information about that at My Neighbors Are Dead or Campfire uh, Media. And we'd love to see you come out and because it's just it's you and us. Everybody else is out to get you, so come come to our show, and we'll we'll talk about it together. But uh, right now, sitting with Michael Anastasia. Michael, hi, buddy. Hi, how are you? How are you, my man? I'm great. I'm Dude, a, thank a wonderful you for day. doing this. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. How I'm are psyched. you? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's been good. Uh, a busy week. Uh, as we talked about, I've seen Avengers Endgame twice. Yeah, uh, as, yeah really, as have I, yeah. I'm really cranking night. into it. Yeah. It's not horror related, but goddamn, was that a good movie? So much fun, and I I like to I don't know I, I rewatch a bunch of the movies like leading up to it, and then I I had the Lego video game, which Come is on. only okay. Uh, but the which one the Marvel? So the Marvel superheroes one is great, but yeah. the Marvel Avengers one is so so. I've, yeah, they've kind of they almost like keep on putting a hat on a hat, and it, it's gotten to a point where it's just like all right, it's it's now too complicated. Yeah, um, but the the. There's a lot of scenes from the first Avengers and then the second Avengers in the Lego game. So I, I have that, that. I guess I have the uh, Lego Marvel one. Is that yeah, the one the where you start one. is Hulk and yes, yeah, I, and so Iron I, Man. I played that one. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, that that's a great fun. game. Yeah, uh, that man, it's it's a good time to be a dork, I guess. It really is. Yeah. It's exhausting though, because yeah, like, it's a lot of shit, man. Yeah, and the stuff that we used to be teased about is now mainstream. Right. Like, I'm I'm wearing a Blue Lantern T-shirt. I noticed that because the Green Lantern T-shirts are too. Like every everybody knows what that is, but now yeah. I've like it's like oh everybody likes your favorite band, so you then like the side project <laughs> that yep. the uh, guitar yep. player is into now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, Sam and our buddy Sam and I, uh, we went to go see Hellboy. Okay, and we stopped at a comic book store right before we went in, and they have the BPRD T-shirt, the logo, BPRD, the, the Bureau for Paranormal. Oh yeah, gotcha. Uh, and it's a great shirt, yeah. And I want it, but I feel like much like you just said, like, oh, now it's cool to wear it. Yeah, not so, that I was ever cool. I wasn't. No, but, well, yeah. it's it's. I I think, and this is the problem with searching for identity. Yeah. Like in high school, it's like I'm into comics. I'm like the cool nerd, right? Um, and so like if you'll notice, I'm wearing a Green Lantern ring. My my dad had this made when I graduated from high school. So That's this awesome. was like a. Is that a Tony bracelet. Stark bracelet and too? This is a Tony Stark bracelet. Yeah. So I mean, like, this is a real deep cut for yeah. you to recognize that. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. My girlfriend was like, "So what is this now?" I'm like, "There's a scene where Loki <laughs> throws him out of a window." <laughs> now, yeah. Prior to that, he throws on. Yeah. And I even I got the Scotch decanter that he has. That oh, really? Square and those square glasses because again, nerd stuff. But it's the so lovely fun. lady you're with. Does she tolerate it? Or is she into it? Or like she is. A hundred percent out of it. Okay, but um, I was like, you know, if you were, 
I, I like I'm like the perfect girl would be into this. She's like, no, the perfect girl understands that you're into this. She's and, absolutely and tolerates. Right. Yep. It. <laughs> yep, she's smarter than all of us. It's 100 yep. percent true. Yeah. And she never. And she also pointed out she's a very bright uh, and wise woman. And the thing she pointed out, she's like, you know, imagine you're a little girl. What about this? And this was before a lot of those strong female characters were sort of coming along. Yeah. And of course, we can cite like, well, the X Men had Aurora Monroe and doing sure. amazing stuff. But yeah. you know, to her point, like Iron Man's a guy's movie, mm-hmm. and it's a lot, a lot about men stuff and she's like so there was nothing really for me to connect with um but she just it's just not her bag she likes all sorts of other stuff but she just has never so every now and then i'm like eh, maybe tonight and i will uh, watch avengers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, sit down watch yeah. this the, the new uh the new ploy has been uh, uh you know uh razor a real strong female character in the star wars franchise uh i really think you'd like her you know she's uh she's got a good backstory and very excited i uh i had a uh i'm putting quotes around it but i had a girlfriend in sixth grade uh-huh. a lovely lady named courtney lear that we wound up going to the same college together and she didn't recognize me when i saw her in the union wow. that being said she came over to my place one time with her mom and i made her listen to the ren and stimpy christmas album <laughs> and i realized about three minutes in like oh i'm i'm the only one enjoying this yeah <laughs> I'm yeah making you sit through this because I like Ren and Stimpy. It's it's a hard thing that the things that were so important to us can be like I I made my friend uh she's got like a now 10-year-old but at the time he was like 5 I'm like we're going to watch Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. And man this movie defined my childhood and Christy is my age her son's uh you know as I said 5 and neither of them could have been less interested in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're watching and you can feel like I think just being an improviser like you know in, in front of people you can feel the energy even in a small room like that dipping yep. and that oh, you're yeah. the only one being yep. like it's Paul Rubens I'm on board <laughs> yeah. I'm in and they're just crickets uh, did you I mean we're talking about nerd stuff you and yeah. I are both uh, uh, comedians improvisers did uh, like this is a horror show, I guess, but did, yeah. you, did that mean anything to you growing up? Or horror? <clears throat> yeah, horror or like anything sci-fi or like... so. I mean, sci-fi everything. I was yeah. um, the first. The first thing I, I really remember, my dad got me like a Batman and Superman like sort of posters when I was a kid, Very and, cool. and and the the superpowers toys were big, mm-hmm. and then. Um, then there was the Secret Wars, which weren't as good, but they were still the Marvel version. It gave us Venom. It, it, I mean, the Secret <laughs> War story was great. I'm just uh, the, the toys. Themselves. The black costume's the best of the, the Spider-Man black costume costumes. is a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred. It's the best. It's it, the it, best it, costume. I would say it's the best superhero costume of all time. I'm upset it's that it's not in the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're. I think they're. It's going to bring it. The second game, I would argue, is going to be just the black costume. Yeah, like, that's going to be. Um, so, but then, and then Transformers were the thing. And then oddly enough, like Back to the Future and Star Trek and Star Trek got to be, I was like way too into Star Trek for really? like, yeah, 10. The Next Generation had just come out and they did a smart thing with like Wesley Crusher. So that like, that can be you. Like in yeah. the same way that like Robin is, you know, people always say like, well, it's creepy that he is a, you know, a 10 year old boy hanging out with him. It's like, no, it's supposed to be the kids. You, you imagine you're a Robin right. along on this adventure. Um, so yeah, I got into the next generation and then the movies and, um, yeah, so that was like the beginning of the nerd stuff. Horror's always been tough for me cause I scare very easily. Do you really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and, um, I was going to, I meant to tell you the story. I was like, this dovetails perfectly. So when I just moved to Boston, I just got on the main stage at Improv Asylum and two of my buddies, uh, both of which live out here now, they're like, let's go see this movie, The Grudge. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. And that scene where the the hand comes out of the shampoo, like, yeah. 
like ugh. And that uh, little Asian boy who'd just be like, uh, like yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's all, it's, yeah, so yeah. they both did the show at Improv Asylum, and I stayed home the next night. And they would take turns calling the the my cell phone, or no, they called the landline of the house because we had a landline at that point, and they would just do the. Uh, That's awful. Yes, and, very uh, funny. But very funny, yeah, and it yeah. was like windy, and like there were like you know trees scraping. So like, yeah. that stuff stays with me for a long time. So I, my girlfriend got me to watch The Babadook, which was a great horror it's movie. Great. Yeah. Um, and then like last. Last Halloween, we watched uh, some of the Insidious movies. Okay, which uh, the, saw the first one, and that's only PG thirteen, right? I think that's right. Yeah, I yeah. Think most of those guys are, yeah. And for whatever reason, like a guy playing tiptoe through the tulips is like so great oh, and dude, freaky. The Darth Maul guy. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. yeah tiptoe through yeah, the tulips. Like, oh, don't give me old timey music and kids. And well, I mean, what what's his name? Uh, Tiny Tim. Yes, but that guy's terrifying. Horrifying. Yeah, he's, yeah. The, yeah. In and of itself, he's a terrifying individual. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and then the other sort of tie to horror, the town that I grew up in, the adjoining town, had a, a, a an event in Halloween called Spooky World, um, which right. was uh, a hayride. And it just it started off as just that. And like a bunch of my buddies worked as like the guy with the chainsaw or like right, you right. Know, things like that. Yeah. It got so big, it almost shut down this tiny little town, and they had to move it to Foxborough, where the Patriots play, because it became such a huge thing. So I would go to that every year and get a little bit scared, but... (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now you're, uh, I mean, you you took our, one of our greatest exports, Tom Brady. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Michigan's own Tom Brady. (laughs) Yeah, Michigan's own Tom Brady. (laughs) He's from California. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. you must have been pretty excited for the World Series and all that, right? I am a casual sports fan. Um, so my my dad stopped watching baseball when the Dodgers left Brooklyn. Uh, he's a little bit older. And Damn. so, like, and he, like, it was funny. A couple Thanksgivings ago, he and my uncle, they listed that roster. Like, they knew all those guys. Yeah. So the Red Sox were always sort of on in my house. Um, but I, I became more actually, oddly enough, I became more of a baseball fan when I was living in Chicago because I was taking classes at IO and second mm-hmm. city and I live right by Wrigley. So I would go, that's a, I mean, I lived right there too. It's that's crazy. Cool neighborhood. Yeah. And, and, it, and yeah. It, it can't help but get you hyped up. Yeah. And, um, my friend Bill Bungroth lived with Jordan Klepper at this place called, they called it world headquarters. And so they of, would, course he did. <laughs> of course he did. So they would watch a lot of games and those guys knew a lot about baseball. And then I was friends with TJ and he, you know, he could, he could explain the chess side of it of like, okay, so it's like two strikes of runners on third. He's going to throw this kind of pitch. And like, I think when you're watching it with someone who knows it like that, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Right, right. Yeah. And then, um, so I left, I left Chicago that fall and I moved to Boston and the Red Sox were winning the world series. Uh, or in the World Series, and um, yeah, we did a corporate show for this company one day. We we're Yankees Red Sox game, and they were like, "So the show's supposed to be an hour. Uh, can you do uh, thirty-five minutes?" And my buddy's like, "Hey, man, we could do twenty-five. What do you need?" <laughs> getting paid the same i mean yeah yeah i'll give you 10 minutes if you want and so every time the lights go down like after a short form scene uh the guy would get on the mic and go and the red Sox are up by three oh my god (laughs) uh i i had left chicago right when the cubs won the world series okay i'd done one of the last second city ships Uh uh-huh so we were on the ship when the cubs won the world series nice which i i'm not a cubs fan i'm a tigers guy but okay it was i lived right there i lived in lakeview uh, yeah. So I would walk to Cub because it was fun to go. Like, it yeah. Was, uh, 
uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a blast to be down there. Uh, do you know uh, Scott Goldstein? That name's familiar. Uh, a friend of mine from Chicago who uh, he's involved in the community, but he has uh, season tickets to the Cubs. Okay, and like like he has seats in like. If you get hit with a foul ball, you're dead territory. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like that close behind the, you know the behind the box. So he's very was always very kind and would take me to games. But that son of a bitch would drag me to uh, Blackhawks games when the Wings were in town, the Red okay. Wings. And I despise the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, it's they're the they're the they're the worst franchise in all of pro <laughs> sports. They're bad human beings, Michael. So I, what I little I, I know two things about the Chicago Blackhawks. I know the the like Roenick era because yep. that was the first uh, Genesis NHL game. I want to say NHL like ninety four, four ninety. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I played as them. He was number twenty seven. And then uh, when I worked, when I lived, first moved to Chicago, a guy named Frank Sassolino, who's a great guy. He was uh, owned the bar that I bartended at, and he. <laughs> is like an ambassador to the Blackhawks. So yeah, he yeah. loves, so I yeah. have no ill will. Right. Uh, what about them is so particularly off? I'm a Red Wings fan. Okay. Uh, they were in the division. Are for, they dirty? Uh, yeah, they're dirty. Patrick uh-huh. Kane's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Sharp's a piece of shit. Uh, their captain's boring. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, you know they're fair. They're, they're garbage. As uh, as sports go, what I've heard is the like, hockey guys are the nicer. Like of of all the pro athletes, like hockey guys are the most legit, down to earth. I've yes, I've heard the same. People, they're also absolutely out of their minds. <laughs> Every single one of them yeah. are all lunatics. Yeah, yeah. It's like Batman. Like uh, the problem shouldn't be that he's hanging out with a ten year old boy. The problem is like a ten year old boy is hanging out with a sociopath. Right. Who doesn't like. <laughs> The guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, we need to do more sit-ups. You yeah. know, like why? I'm tired. I yeah. want to. I want to no, be no, a no, kid. No, trust me. <laughs> you have all the money in the world, but can we go on vacation? No, we got to do this. No, I'm crazy. Yeah. One of my favorites. I, I'm paraphrasing, but one of sure. my uh, favorite comic book stories was I think it's the Killing Joke, where the Joker is talking to Batman about like essentially like you know we're the same person except you went one way and I went the other way. Yeah, and like that's why we need each other. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean, that is, uh, the animated version is terrible, unfortunately, but, um, the Mark Hamill one. Yeah. I mean, I love Mark Hamill and yeah. I, I, it was awesome to see him do that. But the, the preamble that they put on the front end, I, I didn't need a bad girl story. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know, but, but the actual book itself, I mean, just so, and it's drawn by Brian Boland, uh, beautiful. Oh artist. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, when they're just playing cards and he's like, I've been thinking, you know, it's going to end for you and I. And yep. then uh, it's not him. It's great. Yeah, it's a good I, book. And I even love like it, as a dork, we were talking about the Avengers and uh, it made me so sad for many reasons. But the the Heath Ledger thing at the end of like, I think you and I are going to do this forever or destined to do this forever. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. and what that third one would have been with him. Uh, would have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, because everything was building. to, And then from what I had heard, the one uh, rule that Christopher Nolan had on the set was like, we will not discuss him in the yeah. third one. And then, you know, he's never mentioned. And like, how that's the most, <laughs> the biggest thing that's happened in that city. And that we can't talk about it. Is you anybody going to bring this up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think there's like a, uh, I think it's in the story in the book or whatever. Like they talk about what was going to happen to him. Really? And there's a... Uh, I think it's in the the stills. Like they do a, um, like a um, what do you call it when you uh, the artist rendering of like they're doing the breakout. Yeah, and they cut to what 
they thought he was going to do and it's just the Joker and his cell doesn't open and it's just like a, a close up on his face and he smiles and that's the end of it. I was like, oh my God, yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love all that nerd shit. That was such a great sequel. They really, uh, better than the original. So good. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Yes. Uh, like, uh, again, the Avengers. Uh, yeah. I know it's not horror related, but it seems like that seems... To be the road we go down, we is can all talk. Nerd shit. It, it, I, I'll, I'll, I'll dabble my toes in horror. As I said, I don't know as much about it as I'd, I'd like to, but I, 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 I mean, I, I'd, I'd get terrified. I mean, we lived in Chicago, like yeah. you know, Ted Bundy used to hang out. Not Ted Bundy, uh, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Bundy might have shown up. I don't know. It's, I, I just, I did watch that uh, documentary about him. Uh, Bundy. About Bundy? Yeah, God. That uh, motherfucker went to a Michigan game. Yeah, when he broke out of prison. Yeah, it's just like oh, I'm just gonna see some sports. He was so cavalier. It's really fascinating that he just kind of like come up to people like, "Hi, I'm Ted." Yeah. <laughs> Is it weird that I have some sort of sense of hometown pride that he went to go see a Michigan game? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I like about my killers that they root for the home team. You know what I like about Bundy? He was a Michigan guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we had any Massachusetts. There's a weird little Massachusetts. This is kind of horror related. Um, there's some conspiracy theories that there is a serial killer that has been operating sort of under the cover of night for the last maybe 20 years. But really? there's like a weird amount of men who have disappeared at like last call. And so like it, 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 it's been a frequent enough thing. Like a professor was murdered outside of Harvard um, and that they, you know, they found his body in the, in the river, but it wouldn't have been far enough of, of a jump to kill you. Yeah. And then there, there had been like five or six guys who had Bennett bars and then their cell phone pings and then they're just kind of gone. Uh, and so someone, a, a few conspiracies, in Boston, in currently Boston. going right now. Cur- like, well, ha- and it has been going for like a while, but like it, it would be like a reasonable time of night for people to disappear. It's like one forty-five. The bars have all just let out. You know, yeah. people are drunk, but like enough guys that this guy put together a website and it's like, this is a little weird, right? That it's like boom, 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 boom. They're just, they're just fucking a- alcoholics. I mean, could be. They're just, could be. They're just drunk. Yeah. You look, know, look, Boston. It, I've been to. I love Boston. I mean, that's how we do it. There. You can get hammered in Boston all the time. A hundred. The, the dumbest thing about Boston is that the bars close at one thirty, the train closes at twelve thirty. So they're like, "Yeah, good luck, everybody. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're on your own for the <laughs> yeah, next hour." Exactly. There was a out. thing going on in Michigan too, where they were talking about. Uh, but potentially uh, expanding the liquor license till four, like yes. they do in Chicago. Yeah, and I think everybody's up, like. Was all like, yeah, and then realized, oh, there's no public transportation here. Like, right. So you're just gonna get drunks on the road till three, four in the morning. Well, we we don't have a happy hour in Massachusetts because so many people were drunk driving uh, on the way home from work. So like, people were like killing themselves on four ninety five. So in the seventies, they're like, we'll solve the problem. No more happy hours. <laughs> As though the solution is paying more. All right, you fuckers, we're just gonna keep bar- we're gonna keep drinks regular price yeah. for the next three hours. What do you think it is, Michael, about uh, alcohol and alcoholism that is the only addiction that's celebrated? Uh, well, because it's considered the the way of the intellectual. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's so and it, us both coming from improv. I mean, there's there's that fine line between like celebrating after a show and you have a problem. <laughs> You know, I still don't know which one I'm exactly. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it depends. Give me, give me a ten year look back, and yeah, I'll, I'll tell yeah. you. But I think, uh, especially, someone said this to me a long time ago. But like, if you the the pockets of intellectualism usually occur where winters are cold, 
and because like yeah people hunker down and like they you know and, and chicago was like death in the winter and i think oh, that's yeah. why people were you know the improv like you'd go to an improv show bundle all up go and then stay there the whole night watch a bunch of shows yeah. and then same thing in boston like you'd freeze so like it, it encourages you to do your work and like well i mean and you and i both coming from chicago too like you would you do the shows at Second City, yep. and then you'd go to the bar across the street, which is Corcoran's. Yep. And then there was the Old Town Ale House, which stayed open till five on Saturdays. Yeah. So you'd close down Corcoran's, and then you go to Ale House. And you're like, "Fuck, it's five, and I'm hammered." So I was, um, I was never on a like a stage at Second City. I was, I was doing that as the student though, because I would go right. watch those shows, yeah. watch the set, right. and then, and then if you got to chat with someone at Corcoran's, you felt like super cool. Sure. Like, oh my god, I just saw that guy. Uh, we had a place in. I worked in Rogers Park, and there was a place that was open until five and that was the dark side because then you know it's not too long until it's seven and then you'd be like oh mcdonald's is open yep (laughs) let's keep this going yeah Yeah. (laughs) i can eat at mcdonald's and then the they start serving beer at like nine at the other place. There's a bar by my pl- old place in Chicago that opened at like eight for the steel workers or like the, the factory guys. <laughs> so I would, I would get up and I'd walk to the Walgreens by my place. I'm like, fuck, this place is open at like eight or nine. Where were you? Where'd you live in Chicago? Uh, Lakeview, Broadway and Briar. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Belmont and Broadway. Okay. I, I lived right uh, by the Laugh Factory. Sure. Um, well, there was an arcade over there, right? No, uh, yes, there there was a barcade on okay. diversity that had yes. opened up a headquarters. I think is what it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. I lived uh, Irving Park and Broadway. Okay, so do you know where Gill Park was? Yeah, like, yeah, a frequent yep. site of improv rehearsals, and like there was like a crack den, and I lived like the next building over. Yeah, uh, I found that like on like early days of the internet online. No yeah. idea where I was moving into, and like this place, this place is rough. I uh, <laughs> I was seeing a lady who lived in um uh what the hell uh where northwestern is evanston yes so we would you know we'd go to her place and take her car down to the city where i was and i we jumped on lakeview one day and i was driving i was like oh that's a guy taking a shit in the park (laughs) like pants down (laughs) up against the tree like looking over his shoulder like Trying to make sure nobody's watching, take a dump. Yep, didn't care about the cars driving by. Yeah, God, that was a that was a great city. It's a wonderful city. I'm watching. I'm watching all of ER because I mean, what else? What else do I got to do with my life? Uh, And so it's impressive how much they shot there actually for a show that was based out of Los Angeles. But but seeing the lake, seeing those, I remember like a group of us improvisers all played baseball uh, at one of those parks. It was just like it was when it got warm there. That city really came to life. The people were so jazzed. Yeah, and yeah. then it got way too warm uh, yeah. and then it would get way too cold <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah there's no like yeah there's no middle ground it's yeah. either hot as hell or cold as hell yeah uh, but well horror movies horror movies <laughs> <laughs> so what okay let, let's oh. go the opposite way what yeah. ones would you say to a guy who doesn't know a ton it should be these are the must-see horror movies mike i i'm i'm pretty basic i like uh i mean halloween's my go-to like, i've never seen halloween i know a little bit about it um, I've seen Evil Dead, which I feel like every that's on top of everybody's Those lists. Those are great. Um, yep. I saw Army of Darkness first, and then went back and saw Evil Dead, and that's a jarring transition. It's a little, yeah. It it definitely takes a turn. Yeah, because you're you're right. You're like, oh man, okay, uh, zombies and fun, and like, wow, that tree is assaulting that woman. Yeah. Uh, oh that, yeah, yeah. In that first yeah, one, and the, like, and holy the shit, masks are rough but again uh, i get the hometown pride because they're both from michigan are they is so, that supposed to be michigan uh yeah oh, yeah it's up it, it's up north in michigan yeah. oh gotcha okay yeah. uh so halloween and in the first one are they all good like no they're uh i would say the first one 
the second one, and then I would jump to the one they just made last year. Okay. Or a year, two years ago? A year ago. H2O? Or no, the, that's Halloween. Halloween. Just like okay, a, just a, Halloween. A, a, I guess like a proper sequel. Okay. There's but an... Busta Rhymes is in one, and you know... <laughs> Everybody loves Busta Rhymes. I mean, I saw the Scream movies as they came out. Like, yeah. those were good. I love those. Um, I'm excited about that one that is like a Superman horror movie. Uh, Brightburn. Yeah. That looks great. That looks great. Yeah. Um, and that that's going to scratch the nerd itch of... Uh, I, what do you do? Because the only thing you can do is introduce another superhero to kill him. I mean, right. Yeah. Or Kryptonite. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It, but it doesn't exist in that world. Right. I'm yeah. I'm super excited. I think the mask looks really cool. He's got like a scarecrow mask. thing. Uh for Brightburn. Oh, oh I didn't uh, see like, the... he's got like this weird like scarecrow type style mask. Okay. That's, yeah. Yeah, I mean they they've played with that in the comics a lot. Like what would uh what would happen if it wasn't Martha and Jonathan Kent that found him? But yeah. Um Red yeah, Sun. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, Red Sun. Um there was one called The Nail that was uh they got a flat tire <clears throat> and then uh yep. it, yeah, yeah. what what took place as a result. Yeah, that's um. What, what's interesting to me about horror is uh, my, a friend of mine who knows Catanzano, who you know, uh, oh, he yeah. was like the. It's a genre that has always had hits, always. Like superheroes yeah. are now in vogue, but like a horror movie will come out and everybody will lose their minds. Like Blair Witch Project, yeah, people yeah. went crazy for that, and yeah. that was like nobody saw it coming. And what was the other one, The Conjuring? That was yep. like the next to that sort of ilk. Like yeah. that's always fascinating to me. Yeah, it's it's something that doesn't really ever go away. Yeah. Like yeah. And again, like I I you know, Nate and I talk about it all the time, but like it's I mean, if we're going to dork out, like yeah. great, you know, social commentary you can use with those movies and yeah, it's, it's always going to be in vogue, like you said. And um, what is the thing that is on everybody's mind? Uh, like zombies were the the last 10 years right and vampires before that. It's it's yeah. it's weird how those classic tropes kind of come back in. Too. Fucking Twilight movies, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for them. I'm happy they made a lot of money, but I don't you know. like the rules in those. Yeah, yeah I like. I'm. I, I loved True Blood, like the first couple seasons of True Blood. Yeah, uh, those great rules, and then it got super weird, and everybody had a power, and I I kind of checked out. Like, uh, this might get cut, but one of those the girl, one of those girls from that show dates or married to a guy that we know from Chicago. Is that right? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, the she's on Daredevil. Um, oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Deborah Ann Maul. Yes, yes. She's great. I forget. I forget that she's on True Blood, but she was great. Uh, she was like the young vampire. Yes. Yep. And then, uh, yeah. man, she's great as Karen Page. She's great. And EJ is an improviser, right? Who has a a a, a, a eye condition. He's losing his vision, and then so right. the, the, they went for Halloween. He was Matt Murdock, and she was Karen that, Page oh, yeah, a million great. years ago. Like, I've heard nothing but lovely things about her from people that know her tangentially. Yeah. Like, uh, I met yeah. him only once, but he was very cool. Yeah. But um, he does. Uh, he used to do a show with Jagodowski, EJ and TJ. Oh, is that right? Did a show oh, together. cool. Very yeah. cool. Uh, well, Michael, I could do this all day. <laughs> yeah, it's, right? I mean, it's. I'm sorry, Ryan. We've been going for a while now. It's probably what half an hour of just nonsense, <laughs> and great. how much of this will make it? We oh, don't know. Boy. Uh, but we're gonna take a quick break, Michael. Thank you so much for coming by. We're gonna take a quick break, like I said, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk to somebody who knows a thing or two about a werewolf. What's a teen? Hey neighbors, Adam and Nate here to talk to you about Patreon. 
Now, this podcast is possible due to our Patreon patrons, and you can become one by going to patreon.com slash my neighbors are dead. Supporting the show on Patreon's easy. You pay what you can, and in return, you get My Neighbors Are Dead merch, behind-the-scenes info on how we make the show, a shout-out on future episodes, and more. You may be wondering what we use this money for. Well, we use it for things like production costs, website hosting, traveling for the show, and our monthly meds. We are both severely medicated. Sad but true. Now, podcasting isn't cheap, and we appreciate any help you can give. If you'd like to see how you can help out the show, go to patreon.com slash dead. Thanks for listening, and now back to the show. Thank you for doing this. My pleasure, Campbell. I appreciate your 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 time and your and your story. Yeah, everything okay? You yeah, good? great, good, uh, good, good. Good. Uh, you do you find the place okay? I know it can be a little difficult. Yeah, no, I just uh, I just wandered in, so I'm I'm here and I'm. I'm ready. Great. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm talking to Campbell Tewilliger. Yeah. Um, how are you? Um, I'm okay, man. Yeah. Yeah. We had, um, it's been a, it's been a tough year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. What's uh, uh? Well, let's. Uh, I mean, a, a lot's been going on. Sure. Uh, you're from Nebraska. Yep. Uh, and you're a basketball player. Yeah, was. Well, you were. Well, I mean, imagine if you will, right? You're like. Guy number five, six, you know, you're getting some time, not mm-hmm. a ton of time. And then um, the guy who's just okay is a werewolf. And yeah, that 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 throws everything off, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, first of all, coach doesn't care. Sure. Coach Bobby Feinstock. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, don't, don't play cards with a with a woman who's got a, or, uh, you know, never sleep with a woman who's got a tattoo of a dagger anywhere on her, on her body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't play cards. I don't with think the guy. you should be telling that to kids. No, he started, I, I was like, coach, what am I supposed to do? And he's yeah. like, yeah, don't play cards with a guy named after a city. I'm like, again, these are not adages. That it seems are, like he's got a lot going on. Uh, yeah. Look, I was friends with Scott, okay? Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. And then he turned into a werewolf and then a dick. Yeah. Is that, I imagine that something like that would happen if you, you, you become this monster i yeah. guess I, yeah man he's a he's a mystical creature yeah. who had the audacity to just walk around high school like that like <laughs> in his varsity jacket yeah like doing moves and stuff i mean that guy dude he took us all down a peg yeah i mean we were the beavers and then we changed our names to the werewolves mid-season i think that's obnoxious it's obnoxious yeah also i was going out for that play and he just gets the role okay I was like, I'm trying to get my extracurricular in line. I wanted to go to a small D3 school and play basketball. All yeah. right. I needed a scholarship. And he comes in and he just screws up everything. Did that right? work out? Did you get a what? scholarship? No. Or, no. I didn't get any time, man. Oh, that sucks. And then the last game, he's like, I'm going to be a human. <laughs> but coach still starts him. Yeah. And then we were all just supposed to be inspired by, I don't know, that sacrifice. I feel like if you're going to be a werewolf, playing basketball you should be the wolf the whole time a hundred percent i don't think it's fair because it, like you said it screws up your minutes well let's talk about how no newspaper picked up this story like this never got big yeah. a kid in a game turns into a werewolf yeah the whole town is there everybody's got wolf fever 
my idiot friend Styles is making bank on the T-shirts, and no local affiliates are like werewolf cited right. in basketball game. Did he get offers to play in like a D three school or what, like Scott Howard? Scott Howard, yeah. I mean, I would think that a D one school. Did you see that guy's three point shot? <laughs> it's pretty good. He's crushing it. Yeah, he's nailing it. But I'm saying no. There was a team that got disqualified for having changed their numbers midseason, and yet there's a there's a werewolf, and that doesn't that yeah. doesn't there's no asterisk. It it seems a little suspect. Yeah, yeah. In ET, that guy shows up. He, there's an extraterrestrial extraterrestrial on on the scene for a second. There's guys in white marshmallow costumes all over the place. Uh, yeah, nobody does anything. I'm surprised that nobody showed up to try to murder him or. Put him in a cage. Report or some sort. it. Science. Right. We're just all we're just all meant to let know that this is okay. I'm shocked that everybody in your town, like you said, was just okay with it. Not only are they okay at the big high school dance, we all had choreographed a wolf number to the song "Big Bad Wolf" that nobody had heard prior to that. Yeah. <laughs> you sure don't look like my grandma. You're yeah. the big bad wolf. Right. Yeah. Did you do it reluctantly? Because I, I mean, kind of feel like you just want to load the. Like, yeah, man. What do you I mean, do though? Just like following you know. orders. Yeah. You know. I mean, one of things. Styles was the DJ. He throws it on. I'm not going to be like, no. I'm going to sit this one out. Right. Right. Also, I had kind of had a crush on Boof. You did? Yeah, man. Okay. Let's Reliable talk about that. Girl next door. She's pretty. Bangs. Yeah. Bob. I, I, bangs and a Bob yeah. are, are the best. I like Bangs and a Bob. They're pretty. I like hard edges in my hair. Yep. <laughs> And, you know, yeah. so Scott's, like, hanging out with Pamela, making a whole scene at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, maybe Boo's around. But no. Um, Everybody has wolf fever. <laughs> yeah. What does it do to Campbell to Williger? Like, so you're you're the number five, six guy on the team, right? Yeah. Like, you're, you could be starting. Well, also, I mean, I'm not starting above that kid Chubb, so just bear in mind, I'm That's not That's ridiculous to me. I know. But, like, he's an intimidator, you know, like a show of force, like a real big <laughs> fat guy on a, on a, yeah. On a squad. Uh, yeah. It I just, feel like if you're a real big fat guy, you shouldn't be on a basketball team. We didn't have a ton of guys. I mean, again, I wasn't great, man, but I, I was sure. trying. I was trying to get my, my extracurriculars. Like, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say I want to be, you know, I'm the next Jordan, but I feel like I could go to like a Connecticut college and maybe play D3 ball. Yeah. You know? I don't see why not. I'd be a camel. I, yeah. I think I, everybody wants to be a camel. Yeah. Uh, so you, you're losing your minutes to, to Scott. Yep. Uh, does these three just go out the window? No offers, no rides, no well, nothing. Again, man, he changed the whole the, the whole culture of the town. Yeah. So I'm, you know, now I was like on people's radar, but like quickly uh, falling yeah. off because everybody's like the first question you get in a college interview is like, "Hey, you went to school with that werewolf, huh?" And it derails any interview you're gonna have because yeah, people just want to know why nobody addressed that. Yeah. And that like, no, no. High school officials like, hey, you can't be a werewolf at school today. Yeah. I mean, prior to Scott, we weren't allowed to wear sunglasses in the hallways. This guy is a full-on werewolf wearing headphones and sunglasses and dancing along to a show, a song called You Gotta Go with the Flow Joe. I wasn't allowed to wear a hat in high school, so I oh, I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. Because why? It's distracting? The, yeah, it's distracting, or I, I think maybe some sort of like dress code being enforced, but this guy's a werewolf. Yeah, I mean, well, well, it's disrespectful to wear a hat inside. It's also disrespectful to be under a creature that eats other people. Yeah, everybody seemed to be okay with it. And totally. I, 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 I don't quite understand that, but talk to me about 
you know, high school is a tough time. Very tough. You know, you're you're discovering who you want to be. Right. Uh, you, you know, you're in love. Or you have a crush. I, I don't know if you're crush. in love. It's you know, that's that. It, it. Do you feel like it's your place to say anything about the werewolf situation? Because you've gone with the flow. Like you, you do the dance number. You're on the team. Like. Uh, you know, what is that pressure like? What were you getting from home, too? Were your parents influenced? I mean, here's the thing. My parents were, like, all about it. They were just, like, they were big Timberwolves fans. They just liked the concept of wolves in general. My yeah. dad my dad has a motorcycle, and he, like, you know, he just, like, he likes that sort of outdoor vibe. I'm That's an indoor cool. kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what am I going to do? Say, Scott, hey, buddy, I don't think you should be a werewolf. He, he's got Styles whispering in his ear. I mean, Styles literally coined the phrase teen wolf. When he asked him, what can a teen wolf do? Yeah. This is an actual thing that he said to this man. And they're running around with that fat kid, too. Like, yeah, who knows chubs? what that fat kid's going to do? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, nobody nobody really nobody really had an opportunity to say, Scott, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Lewis tried to point it out to him because Lewis was always a little skeptical. You know, that yeah. 15-year-old guy who couldn't drive? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it, look, it... it <laughs> You shouldn't get your license when you're 15, anyways. No, you shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car. No, I, look, I shouldn't. But but Styles had him drive that time when they all got up when he was following him in, in his convertible when they got the beer. Were they nice to you? I mean, did they let you come along? Because it feels like it, you know, again, all this stuff is happening to you. I don't feel like you know. Look, I was along for the ride. I was at that party where we were doing the weird sex games where Styles would pull a number and then like some poor girl would get like I don't know, really me tooed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like, ah, what do you do? You hold the jello. Like, there's not a lot of consent at that party. Yeah. Well, so, they're kids. I mean, you yeah, know, well, not that it's okay. Sure. I'm, so it was just it was just a different time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm at that party. I didn't get to go because Scott gets gets to go with Booth. They get seven minutes in heaven in the in the closet. That's there. tough. Yeah, it was a bummer. Because that's your girl. Yeah. And she comes out and she's got all slash marks on her back, which we later find out is because he half werewolfed her. That's the amount of bestiality that's happening in this town is alarming, too. I feel like everybody's okay with the thought of, like, a wolf is fucking my kid. Dude, Pamela seduces Scott in that dressing room and makes him turn into a werewolf. Yeah. That's not okay. That's not okay. Not okay. I feel Yeah, it's not okay. I mean, you know, teenagers, I get it. They're experiencing the, these new changes, but that, right. you know, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, you're going subhuman. Right. Yeah, just to bang. Do you think his wiener gets bigger if he I turns into a werewolf? I don't think it doesn't. <laughs> If that guy, if that guy can do like you know, like Michael Jordan air moves on yeah. the court, yeah. I do not think the rest of his anatomy is not enhanced for turning into a werewolf. I don't think a girl is prepared to handle with that wolf wiener. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and I, I shouldn't be talking about it, about teenagers, but I just you know, I don't know if it does that thing where dogs are kind of like raspberry colored. Like I don't know how that goes, but it's it's got to be. We called that a red rocket when I was a kid. Oh man, that's <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> Yeah. So at any rate, that this this is all going on in my town, and nobody's no 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 congressman, no no senator, no official. Uh, yeah. Everybody's okay this, with it. Everybody is okay with it. I really admire your, I guess, what you would call stick tuitiveness, because you're just kind of going with the flow, like you're just trying to get by. High school's fucking hard. Man. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. I had a rough time in high school. What happened to you? I my last name's Peacock. I got picked on all the time. Oh, you know. because of the, the gorgeous bird that your name resembles? Yeah, but that wasn't how it was applied to me. Okay, what'd they say? I used to go to school with a kid who called me Pink Cock. Okay. Which, you know, the wolf thing now. Right. Yeah, well, imagine imagine that, but also uh, a guy who is better at you at everything when he turns into a werewolf it's just not fair. screws your life over. It's not fair. No. It's, it's bullshit. Uh, 
Any thoughts about killing him? What? <laughs> killing the werewolf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, because he's a monster. He's in your look, town. Like, I'm not gonna tell you I didn't try subtle things, like not to kill, but just to hurt. Right. Like I got a silver chain in the hopes that there was some sort of a silver affliction, but that's that's vampires. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was silver with werewolves. Too. I think you gotta shoot them with a silver bullet, but they it touching it doesn't. I wasn't gonna go that far. You don't want to shoot anybody. I wasn't gonna shoot anybody. No. But I'm saying I wore a silver chain and I yeah. I leaned up to him a couple of times to see if it would do anything during practice. Yeah, just kind of like, hey, Scott, nothing. I, you know what? If you blew his Achilles out, I wouldn't be. I, that would right. Yeah. Just fair play. It's tough. You know, it's sh- it shouldn't be. It's not all just about one guy. Yeah, you know, it's a team effort. And then he quits the play when the the director won't let him be the werewolf. And then I'm like, well, do you want to understudy? I'm like, it's too late. Yeah, I you, can't learn those lines. And also, how are you gonna? I mean, look, you're a very nice guy, but y- you don't look like a werewolf. No, I mean, you know, I wish you did. I believe me, it was it was hair became a, a thing, and I'm I'm not a hairy guy. You know, I'm just you are smooth. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, all right, so let's talk about it. You. uh... Aside from Boof, mm-hmm. you date anybody? Uh, not really. No, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna try to work at the summer camp this year. I like that? Yeah, just you know, try to meet some people, try to branch out. It's, yeah, it's a little bit outside of town. Uh, can I give you a piece of advice? Please wait till you get to college. What happens then? It's gonna get so much better. Really? Yeah, you won't have to deal with werewolves. There's gonna be a lot more girls or boys. I don't know what you're into, uh. But things are going to get a lot better. You're going. This whole thing is going to be behind you before you know it. Are you sure? I'm certain of it. Yeah. Because uh, you know, there's a college not too far from here where all of a sudden a guy turned into a werewolf in the middle of a boxing match. Did you hear about that? I didn't. No. Oh man. What happened? <sighs> what is it with them fucking Nebraska? I don't know, man. But all of a sudden, in the middle of a boxing match, this guy full on wolfs out, and then he, uh, like, you know, goes on to have more adventures. I. It, it's not. He's the spitting image of Jason Bateman, the kid. Is I he saw really? a news photo of him, yeah. Maybe just don't go to that college. Okay. I feel like, you know, you you seem like a good basketball player. You're on the, you were starting okay. five. Yeah, it's six. Some, I mean, yeah, but yeah. You, were, you were there. Right. I, I think you should really pursue this thing. You, you think I should just really put the put the meat to the old axe? I think the meat to the axe is the way to go. <laughs> okay. I think you put that meat to the axe and you, yeah. I all mean, right. Colleges do walk-ons all the time. Adam, I appreciate that because yeah, I haven't been getting a lot of good feedback in this town. No, you know? I, you, well, I mean, look, I, I don't want to shit talk Nebraska, but yeah. What you, are we known for? Uh, werewolf. Not even. Yeah. We, that did not, that, Peter Jennings in World News Tonight did not take note. I can't believe this. Dan Rather did not take note. Nobody's nobody, given, like, nobody it's crazy to me. Note. It's it, crazy to I me. I know, man. It's a different time. The world's so much bigger. You're gonna you're gonna have a great time. What are you, 16, 17? Yes, 17, 18. Things are gonna get so much better. All right. It's man. gonna be great, man. You're gonna have a great time in college. I you know, I think there's a lot of schools you could walk on to. I appreciate that. You know? Um, I don't I don't want to see you give up your dream. I didn't even know if it's your dream to play basketball. I just it, I don't want to see you. It wasn't. Stop doing... I just wanted to get to, into, into a good werewolf free school. I think that's what every kid desires. And I admire you for not trying to kill this guy. Again, I I just tried to hurt him a little, just a tiny bit, yeah. to see. But again, I, not many people know what werewolf weaknesses are. It's kind of a mystery. Yeah. Uh, do you still have a passion for acting? I'd like to get into it a little bit. I see what it does to people. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, watching this happen to Scott firsthand. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get that ego going. Sure, but. Um, 
I don't know. Uh, I got a cousin who's doing an improv class. Uh, I got an, uh, another cousin who took a Toastmasters class. He really enjoyed that. So you I should don't know. take an improv class. Really? Yeah, I think you'd really enjoy it. All right. I don't know. I mean, I watched uh, a couple a couple shows like at the the church. Like a couple <laughs> of guys did. Um, yeah. Yeah, they were like a up with people kind of group. You know, okay. they did. Uh, my arms are played by the actor behind me, and my other arms aren't. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's, uh, that was pretty clever because they had a, a bottle of milk. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and the yeah. guy, one hand's doing the, yeah. the mouth was doing it was. So what's uh, is uh, <laughs> summer's coming up, right? Yeah. Uh, what's that looking like for you? You're going to work at the summer camp. You're going to try to, anyways. Yeah, try to work at the summer camp. Uh, I mow lawns a little bit. It's good. I got one of those mowers that doesn't have the engine, so it's not loud. You have to push really fast, like an old school lawnmower. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, what's nice about that is you you can do that late at night, and nobody nobody messes with you. So do I can, people mess with you a lot? No, just you know how like noise ordinances. Oh yeah. So if I'm I'm mowing my neighbor's lawn at two in the morning after I get back from camp, it's fine. Yeah. Provided there isn't a werewolf out there murdering people at night. Fucking werewolves. Yeah. Well, Campbell, um, I wish you nothing but the best. I really want to. Would you Would you follow up with us? Because I want to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll I'll come back. Uh, Please do. I you know I I want to know more about Campbell Twilliger and not this werewolf. Thank you. I. I've been trying to ask myself who who am I absent, Scott Howard? You're going to find that out. Yeah, which a lot of us have to do. It's it's a big world, and you know, hopefully, we can find out who we are sooner rather than later. Thank you. Do you drink beer? Because I know you're. I, yeah, a yeah. lot. Yeah. I've been. Yeah, ever since that party. Yeah, where we were all like, you know, borderline molesting those people. <laughs> yeah, I had a few. Yeah, there was a lot of beer at that party. You see how many kegs they got? You got a keg. Yeah, you guys got a keg of beer. Uh, I beer's delicious. God, yeah. I don't want to tell a teenager to drink beer, but <laughs> you just did. I did. I did. I. <laughs> yeah, I should. Yeah. Well, Campbell, thank you so much for coming by. Thanks. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best. Um, go, ca- go, camels. Thanks, man. Con yeah. College. Here we go. Here we go. Thanks for listening. To My neighbors are dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show was produced by myself and Nate Dufort, with editing done by Nate Dufort. Original music was composed by Jesse Case with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Campbell DeWilliger was played by Michael Anastasia. You can catch Michael all around L.A. doing comedy shows at the Second City, at the Groundlings, all over town. And he's also an instructor at the Second City, so go take a class from him. If you'd like to support My Neighbors Are Dead while getting unique swag and a look behind the scenes of how we make the show, go to patreon.com slash dead. No amount is too small and every bit helps. If you have yet to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. And you can find us on Facebook and at Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. I'm Kate Thompson. And I'm Mark David Christensen, and together we host Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast. The show dedicated to the half-demon hero brought forth by writer-artist Mike Mignola and published by Dark Horse Comics. Each week, we discuss everything Hellboy. Plus his expanded universe with the BPRD, Abe Sapien, Lobster Johnson, and many more. That's Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. 
fired. 